Welcome back, everybody. Lost Boy Cypher Circle is back in session. Y'all know what it is. This is home of all things artistic. If you got a song, a poem, a rap, a story, uh, or just a conversation you want to have, because this is also our weekly therapy session, come uh, come message me on Facebook at Dylan Lawler or LostBoy420X at gmail.com, and uh, I'll try to book you and get you on the show. And um, as I just said, it's our weekly therapy session. Um, so I, we always talk about mental health. We always talk about our emotions and how they affect the world around us. Um, and since it's our weekly therapy session, I, I try to let everybody know that this is a safe space where they can talk. And also that there always is somebody that you can talk to, whether it's a friend or a coworker or a family member or somebody on this show, um, there's always somebody to talk to. Um, so I always like to share a couple of resources for that too. Um, if you want to go to um, lifelinecrisis.com, they have trained professionals on hand. They also, is a hotline you can text 988. Um, you can also go to betterhelp.com and get linked up with a therapist, uh, an online therapist, text, call, whatever you want to do. If you're not comfortable face-to-face, they'll do that. Um, if you're not comfortable with the therapist, they'll switch it out with no additional cost. Um, and so I hope people can find some help there. Um, piggybacking off of kind of that mental health conversation. Um, since we talk about mental health, we do talk about a lot of triggering topics on the show. Um, so I just want to give a quick trigger warning. I said it that time without stumbling quick trigger warning to, um, anybody out there who might be triggered by any topic. You never know what's going to trigger somebody from day to day. You never know what their personal experiences are. Um, so if anybody needs to leave artists, audience, nobody will fault you for it in the slightest. Um, I understand things can be triggering, but I hope we don't trigger anybody too badly and we can have a good show tonight. Um, so without further ado, let's get moving on. Um, I noticed that a lot of our audience um, might not catch some of my pieces because they may not watch to the end of the show. Um, so I thought that maybe sometimes I'd start doing a piece at the beginning of the show so that people can um, get a feel for my style as well. If they have to go to bed or whatnot. Um, so I'm going to do one for you tonight. And this is our New Year's special. So Happy New Year's, everybody. Um, I picked two pieces tonight. One I'm going to do at the beginning and one I'm going to do at the end. They kind of fit the theme um, of a New Year's resolution. And mine to, to, um, this year is to be better and to manifest my destiny. And so the two pieces are called To Be Better and Manifest Destiny. Uh, and so I'm going to do To Be Better right now. Um, let me pull it up here. I have it memorized, but I just like to have the words in front of me just in case. <clears throat> Lately, he feels like his feelings are constantly stomped in the dirt because he doesn't feel heard. He screams because he doesn't know how to express it at first. And he speaks to the walls with his fist because he doesn't have words. All they hear is him cursing and going berserk, but inside he's beginning to question his worth. Yeah, he's dying inside, but he's trying to hide what goes on in his mind. And he's trying so hard to keep hold of his pride. So when he's alone and the feeling is right, he picks up a pen and he writes down a line. Then he gets stuck and just stares at the time, wasting his life while the hours tick by, wondering why. Why he is stuck in one place and he can't seem to break himself free of the spine. But lately he thinks that this may be a sign. He's beginning to think that he can't even write. 
he's ashamed of himself, but he can't ask for help because everyone else might be able to tell that he's going through hell. Then he might have to come, come out of his shell. Then he might have to admit he's not well and he knows it's more easy to yell till he loses his voice and then blame someone else, but he's really been trying to stop lashing out, so he closes his mind and he locks up his heart in his cell. And nobody knows his emotions are closed when he gets in that zone. Nobody knows that he shut them all out so he can't be exposed. Nobody knows there's a place that he goes where there is no light and it's bitter and cold. A place he can hide is the darkest of holes. Nobody knows it's, that his soul has been sold to the darkness within. Though it's right there at the heart of his sin and it bleeds from the tip of his pen. So it's hard to pretend that there's light in his head. Because every smile he fakes makes it harder to grin. And every fight with his darkness makes him sure it'll win. He hates being awake, but at nighttime is when the demons come out because he can't keep them in. They beat on his heart and they scratch at his skin. They tear him apart until he just gives in, does whatever they want, and then starts the self-hatred all over again. And that is the reason he can't ever sleep, because he's scared of the things he might see in his dreams. He's scared his subconscious might replay the scenes of him hurting the people he loves with his deeds. So he tosses and turns in his bed, thinking of things that he shouldn't have said, wondering if he could have just taken a breath. If he could have sat down and just counted to ten. If he could have held on to his temper instead of giving in to the hate and the anger again. It's a fight to be better and he's trying to win, but he's seen lesser and he's seen lesser battles destroy bigger men and he doesn't want to be better than them. He just wants to be better than the person who picked up this pen. And that is that piece. I apologize. I'm fucking it up a little bit. <laughs> What'd you guys think? Snap, snap, snaps all around the board. Don't. I could really feel it. I felt like I was really pressed with him. Like he was really trying to escape something. He didn't know what, but something had to be done. Yeah, it's like like being trapped in that darkness with him, looking for that way out with him. I feel like uh, I don't know if I really did this intentionally when I started writing it, but part of the reason why I did it from like instead of he saying he instead of I from that perspective, um, kind of with the audience more. Yes. Oh, that that literally sounded like me uh, with that because I'm on AF at 40 now. So that literally is like when I started writing in like my early years and then lost the entire passion. And it, it was like, I condemn the pen. And it's not until COVID, that is when, that is what inflamed the pen. And it's like, you are literally mirroring me. Yeah, a lot of people. Have said. Well, thanks. I'm I'm glad I was able to connect with you, bro. Uh, Robert, do you you have something you want to say? Um, I thought the um the way it uh, um sped up um um as it uh, uh went on um uh helped get the uh the message uh across more more strongly the speed mattered yeah that feeling of pent up anxiety and that in in impending doom and that's yeah uh it's 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 not always the word definitely the performance and i try i've been getting much better at my performances i'm not quite where i want to be but um the performance is a big part of it for me the emotion and the and the, how fast it's going and, and all of that. Yeah, it's a big part of it for me. So I appreciate you noticing that. Thank you. 
And thank you, thank you all for coming on here, and thank you all for giving me feedback. Um, is there anything else anybody wants to say before we get to the next piece? All right. So this next piece, uh, this artist tonight, she couldn't be here, but she has given me her piece and her permission um, and her blessing to try to read it for her. I say try because um, I have not had much time to practice. And um, it's someone else's piece, and that's always tricky doing someone else's piece. But we're going to give it our best shot. Um, her name is Emma McGlone. McGlone. I'm probably butchering the hell out of it. But it's Emma M-C-G-L-O-N. And you can follow her on Facebook. Um, and here is her piece. <clears throat> I hate my guts. The way I dare to treat me makes me want to cut. My whole life is a lie. My sanity wants to retreat from the battle between day and night. It screams my name from the constant spinning that goes on in my brain. I honestly want to die. No point being alive. I run from my problems as they were as if, as if they were a vicious pack of wolves trying to escape, trying to escape in time. I scream, shout, cut, and cry. Nobody understands how much I want to die. They just say, hey, go take medication. It'll cure your depression and anxiety. Little do they know, depression is my homie, and anxiety is the cousin of lonely. The lonely nights, I sit in bed and cry with nothing but tears in my eyes. I try to count sheep. I try to count sheep to clear my mind, to clear my mind. Unsuccessfully failed every time. One, two, Three, a repeated rhyme. Three, four, five, a sickening crime. I got slits on my wrists and my thighs. It's hard enough to always be patronized, but always being caught, uh, but also to be caught up always in these pathetic lies. I tell everyone I'm fine from the battle that from the battle to inside. Gotta find a way out to put it the end to put it behind. They say, hey, let's go to a store. I say okay and head to the door, but I don't want to go anywhere anymore. Let me, let me be Sleeping Beauty and prick my finger on a thorn and sleep for another. Shh. I crack jokes to make other people laugh, but inside I just want to choke and hang from a rope. Whenever they ask, I blame the cat. The scars I left are part of the aftermath. You don't understand the sick thoughts ingrained in my brain. I try to cope. I find relief under the pressure from the blade to my skin. I'm in so much unbearable pain. I try to count sheep to clear my mind. Unsuccessful, unsuccessfully failed every time. One, two, three, a repeated rhyme. Three, four, five, a sickening crime. As long as I say I'm fine, they think they cured me, right? That's sick. I put headphones on to ignore everything around me, trying to escape from this crazy reality. I hit my head against the walls. I want to forget what I always recall. Late at night, surrounded by darkness, it eats me alive. I don't, I don't fucking want this. I, I, the pitied looks I get from passersby as they look down, at all as they look down at my scar. <clears throat> sorry, as I look down at my scars, I push people away because I can't trust them. It scares me when they ask me for. What, ah, it scares me when they ask for something more. I can't be something I'm not. 
don't you see? I'm not. I'm just too heartless. I try to run away from home. I feel so alone. I can't bear it anymore. The slightest raise in a person's tone sets me off like fireworks crashing into a drone. The explosion is the scary part. I can't stop myself from pushing everyone away. I built up walls. I build walls up higher than they were before. Please just stay away. Don't come around me. I try to count sheep to clear my mind. Unsuccessfully failed every time. One, two, three. A repeated rhyme. Three, four, five. A sickening crime. I think it's time for me to say. And that is Emma McLeod's piece. And I'm gonna bring you guys up here to see what you thought of it. I wish I could see what you thought of it. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get her feedback later. Um, what do you guys think? Deep. I love it. It's very sad. Yeah. It is. It is. But it 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 is so emotional. She she told me she wrote that piece when she was 13. Um, oh, wow. I believe. I believe she's either 19 or 20 now. Um, and yeah, so, I mean, her talent is just amazing. And it's very clear that she's had this talent for a long time. And just her, the way she's able to express her emotion so openly is just, is amazing. And I mean, she got deeper in there than I sometimes even get. And reading it, I could feel it like there are a lot of stuff in there that i personally relate to which is why when we were going over which piece she wanted me to do this is the piece i asked to do um because i really really connect with it and i really like there were parts of when i was reading that where i wasn't just reading someone else's piece i was like these were my truths as well like i was you know what i mean there there are things in there that like i i resonate with and that are or connect with me too. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed my performance. Of it. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was good. Very good. Because Hopefully, she's in a better mental place now than she was when she wrote that. Yeah, yeah. Because well, uh, it, uh, what what um there is this um poet who I did the with the mental health thing. Uh, her name is Anna Wynn and. She has a poem very, very, very similar to that. And it's like, I I could hear the pain and it literally lingers in your mind listening to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like it, it that, that piece, like as soon as I mean, as soon as I sent it to me and I started reading it, like I, I it, it resonated with me immediately and it just, it sticks in my mind. It's definitely going to be one that I go back and listen to a lot. For sure. Um, anybody else have any feedback? Yeah, Robert? Yeah. Um, uh, when it um, got to the uh, countdown part, um, um, I got worried about um, what it was um, counting down to. So, Hmm. That yeah, uh, that part just hit me pretty pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, I like I, I definitely like that, and that's and that's kind of the the vibe I tried to give when I was reading it, and hopefully what when she was writing it, that's you know what she was trying to do. Um, I hopefully I read it right. 
um, because I, I just, when I read it, I felt this sense of like impending, pending doom, kind of. And that's why each time I wrote it, it got a little more, a little darker. My tone got a little darker because that's the way I perceived it. Um, and it's also a little more desperate because she's trying over and over again and it's just not fucking working. And that's the, that's the vibe I, I got from it. Um, so yeah, that's how I tried to tried to read it. Yeah, that was that was definitely an amazing amazing piece. Um, and uh, I want to thank Emma one more time. Y'all can go follow her at Emma McLeod. Emma McLeod. However you say her last name, she's gonna speculate <laughs> later. I'm sure. Um, follow her on Facebook, and uh, hopefully we'll have her on here in person at some point. And uh, that being said, let's uh, move on to our first of these artists tonight, uh, which is Miss Tasanya. She's been on here before. She's a poet. Uh, you can follow her on Snapchat and Facebook at Tasanya Walker. Um, you can also follow her on Instagram at Tasanya Rochelle. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, or email her at uh, strangehabits3 at gmail.com. So let's play her flyer and get her up here. Hey, how you doing? Hello. Y'all will have to excuse my appearance. I am fighting the flu. Well, we appreciate you even more. Yeah, Thank every you. time I say I'm going to get on, I end up canceling for some reason or another. So I'm like, no, I'm not going to cancel this time. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. And we really, we really, really do understand. It's not, we don't hold it against you. Uh, trust me. We have a lot more people that have canceled a lot more than you have. Um, that's for sure. So, uh, yeah, you've been on here before, but I don't want I don't want you to make your voice too sore. But um, if you want to tell, if you want to add anything to your introduction or tell us anything about yourself, uh, go ahead. Um, I, like he said, I do poetry. Um, I do short stories. I also read tarot cards. Hopefully the next time I'm on, I will be able to read. I don't read while I'm sick, so. Yeah, yeah, not good energy. Not good next energy. time I'm on, I will read your cards and whoever else wants theirs done. I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little nervous for that. And like, and I always say it's not because I don't believe, I, I, I don't do psychics because, because I don't believe in them. I do believe in them, and I'm a little scared that they might speak too much. And so, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. And, uh, you know, hopefully, get, you know, you're able to give me a good reading. Maybe, maybe it's easier to question or something. I really don't know yeah. how all that works. Yeah. Yeah. Like I told I, you, you know, just, as long as you don't go into it with any negative thoughts, it'd be fine. Right. I know you did a reading for my friend. And really, from it. I did. He said that it really helped him. So um, that that's that's what made me want to give it a shot. So, yeah, next yeah. time you're on here. Uh, what are you doing yeah. for us tonight? I'm going to read a poem called The Eyes. And I wrote it probably about three years ago, I think. 
Okay. All right. I'm gonna, well, I'm going to drop myself out of here and uh, okay. we'll hear it. All right. So this is called The Eyes. Today I saw a pair of eyes stained red from tears. I asked wordlessly what had happened in all of those years. Those eyes spoke to me and told me tales of woe. Like even though his son lived through the cancer, he died even so. They told of battles lost and of friends fallen on a shore, of broken dreams and lovers gone, and of things that he could only wish for. They told of shame for being this way and desperation to be whole, but the saddest story was yet to come, and that's the story never told. The problem is not that... The problem is not that this man is broken and alone or that he's dirty and searching for a place to call home. It's not that he's asking for money or for food. The real problem lies in the hearts of me and you. It's not too hard to open your mouth and ask those eyes what they have seen. Speak to them and what the, speak to them and see what they actually mean. Just because he's dirty doesn't mean that he's unclean. How can you judge him if you don't know where he's been? So next time you see a pair of eyes stained red from all the tears, don't hesitate to ask them to tell you of all the years. Wow, I like that. Snaps and claps all around. That was that was amazing. I like I like how you 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 took the concept the eyes are the window to the soul and you know you really like focused in on the story and uh, there's something like I talk about um, our the way we the way we treat homeless especially homeless veterans uh, mm -hmm. is fucking appalling it is it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous they they sacrifice so much and do so much and then when they return we just treat them like they're nothing yeah yeah um so that part that that part uh, hit me really hard um i i like that you brought the the you know the side of it um the perspective of you know the real problem is you and me you know it's it's hard it's hard i um yeah i, I there's there's so much there's only so much for the homeless it, mm -hmm. being, being middle class or lower class ourselves unless you're an upper class citizen with a fuck ton of money, like fuck ton of money there's not much you can do you know and the like, problem is you do your little the problem is that there, there are so many people out there with money and with power but it's in the wrong damn hands absolutely absolutely yeah there's yeah, enough I mean, out there to help everybody, but the money and the power is in the wrong hands. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I like that you you use because our art that is our power. I like that yep. you use your power to bring light to to topics like that. That is something I, I always love about you and and your poetry. It's awesome. Um, I'm gonna bring these people up here to the day. Love about you. Um, who wants to talk speak truth uh, <laughs> that that's all i have to say because what am i piece the first piece really links into what you said here because 
who are we to judge anyone right now? Because yes, we are in the same yeah, boat. Who anybody? Yeah, we, we are in the same boat. We literally have to fight for each other, not with each other. Yeah, uh, because you, I don't know your story, you don't know mine. So, why should we judge each other? Because as Tupac said, only judge Walker judge us. Yeah. Because what you may see as a sin might have something. Because I remember um, the old cliche if you have a dying mother and you want to steal from a drugstore, uh, is it wrong for you to do it if you don't have the money to get it? Or would you rather see a mother die? And that's the same feel I get from your poem. Thank you. Like I'm, I've, I've been writing poetry for a long, long time. I've probably been writing poetry since I was probably about 11 or so. But I haven't written in a while. I haven't written in a while. I wrote that one like three three years ago. Wow. Well, it's it's still uh, very very relevant. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Uh, Polish. Was there something you wanted to say? I didn't know. I could really relate to the poem with everything that's going on today, just like he said. It's like if everybody could just come together, then maybe everybody would be okay, but we're too busy trying to be the upper person than to look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Too busy trying to fight each other. Mm. I couldn't stop um, thinking about all the um, um, all the tents. Um, um, I see um, popping up um, in the woods around here, um, people who uh, uh, can't find homes, they're in, uh, they're in tents in this freezing cold state. So that, that's been on my mind. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I um I did last week I did a Christmas piece. Um and it was not very jolly. So one of the things I mentioned uh, was something uh to the effect that I'm not in the spirit of Christmas uh because I'm forced to watch other people give their whole life to a cause out in the cold and the snow with the coat and it's just like, oh, how can I be like, but I'm in a warm house with my family. Like, I can be thankful for it, but like, at a certain point, it's like, I also kind of feel guilty. And I also kind of feel like, you know, I, part of me doesn't have a right to feel, you know, thankful for what I have. But people literally on Christmas just help us out. There's no coat and they're just like cold and fuck and they have no food. That, that, and that's the business. That sucks. And and it's because of our fucking society and our government that it is that way. Uh, but like I said, yeah, all we can do is use our power to try to bring light to it. You know? And I mean, you know, I, I, I try to, yeah, I try to give, um, you know, homeless money or I, I try to give them if I can because. And this is not this is not like a uh, a judgmental thing. 
Now, I'm not saying every every homeless person does drugs, and I'm not saying even a lot of them do. But on the off chance that they are doing something, I don't want I don't want to also be the reason that something else bad happens to them that's worse than being out in the cold, like we'll be. You know, so I, I try to I try to get the money um, or, or food, but mostly if I can or, you know, whatever. But most of what we can do is on platforms like this and our, our writing and whatnot to try to bring light to it. And, you know, that, that uh, enough people doing it, that's going to affect the government and that's going to change things in the long run, or at least I hope. That's, that's, my, that's my hope. Yeah. So, I, I I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you bringing. Uh, I appreciate you being here as sick as you are. Thank you. And if you have to, if you have to go now, stick around to watch the rest of the show. That's absolutely fine. Um, but it was yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go and take me some medicine. Yeah. Well, I hope you feel better. It was a pleasure having you. I'm gonna, I hope watch, you I'm gonna watch the show tomorrow when it airs, so that I can add all of y'all. Hell yeah! All right. Yeah. Get well soon. Because I know how it is. I am literally just getting over it. Yeah, it Me sucks. Too. It's really rough. I've had it since Christmas. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I hope that besides the, besides the cold, you had a good, like, emotional Christmas. I know it wasn't physically good, but I don't care. It was emotionally decent. Yeah, like I said, um, when I'm not sick anymore, I will read cards. Like I said, I don't do it while I'm sick because it's just... Not, not enough clear energy going through. But when I'm not sick anymore, I will read cards. I'm not yeah, sure who missed. Said they, who, who said they wanted their cards read? I did. You did? Okay. Well, then I'll add you two. So when, I'll add, when I add y'all tomorrow, I'll reach out to y'all. Hell yeah. That, that was a great model on the show. That's definitely something that... Right. Uh, good night, guys. Yeah. All Have right. a good night. Good night. All right, guys. Uh, that being said, we're going to move on um, to our second artist of the night. Um, this is Miss uh, Poetless, uh, Poetless Shakespeare. She's an author and a poet. Uh, she got two books out on Amazon right now, uh, DNA, which stands for Don't Never Assume, and the sequel to DNA, The Results. Uh, they're both on Amazon right now. Go pick them up. Um, and if you want to check out some of her performances, uh, such as a new one that she has that she sent me. Uh, it's called Flowing Waters. Um, you can find that on YouTube um, and subscribe at the channel um, Red Designs 956. That's And uh, it'll, uh, uh, I'm going to play her flyer and we'll get her up here and see if she has anything to add to that. Yeah. I'm not sure what my purpose is, but I know God did not put me here for nothing because he makes nothing. As I sit in front of my dream, that we battle back and forth to see who's winning, who's not losing, you know that pit pack. It has my mother wondering what is wrong with my child, but you see, the whole time what's wrong with me is I don't know me. God, I'm not sure why you made me the way you made me, but let's have a talk, God, you see. I'm not sure if you know that your creation is down here hurting, as the children would say, this is ghetto. I have to deal with untamed thoughts, I have to deal with my dreams, and not to mention I have to deal with no's. But see, they have become my best friend because every no has set me up to be the woman that I'm destined to be. 
Hear me when I say I am the lion of my kingdom and my kingdom shall not fall because I own that and I stand behind that. I'm like a product. Bank me on that. I advise you to get your sponsorships ready because I'm ready to take flight. And if you're not on this flight, I feel sorry for you. But you will know my name before I leave Virginia. You may not like me, you may not invite me a day, but at the end of the day, you know who I am. I advise you to get your dreams in order, ladies, because at the way the rate we're going, we need more of me walking around. This little black girl has been through more health and more hot water than anyone can imagine. But yet I still stand strong. I will be that little black girl that will go up to any door and knock it down and say, this is my residency, whether you like it or not. I will be that little black girl that Hollywood will put out with no on-off switch. I will not pay rent somewhere that I have created. I am that little black girl that everyone will say, dang, I want to be just like her. You can, sis, because you are that little black girl. Come on. Hey, what's up? And there's that there's that YouTube channel on that book I was talking about right up on that flyer. Creole. How you doing? I am awesome. I think that was the wrong video. That wasn't flowing waters. That was the oh. old flyer. Yeah, no, that was that was an old flyer. I didn't have time to add it in. Um oh, and I couldn't the, um, and I don't I don't uh I couldn't figure out how to pull the video off of YouTube. Oh. Um and put it and put it like on there. I need it like as a video file. Um, oh, okay, I got you. Wanted, but I wanted to at least plug uh, Flowing Waters because um, your producer sent it to me, and I wanted to at least throw it in there. Um, and and I, I I listened to it. I loved it. It was awesome. Uh, and I love the music behind it. Um, it I, I think it flows very well with everything. So everybody, go check that out on YouTube. Uh, it's, it's really awesome. I'm a whole lot nicer in that video. Yeah, it's it's, it's a definitely a softer, softer, it's a softer feel. But you know what? I mean, I like that. That's one of the things I like about you is you have a lot of variety in what you do. You know what I mean? You 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 um uh have this way of just you come in. You can come in like a lion or a sheep, but like either way, it's just like super powerful. You know, it's either always way. super powerful. What you do, you know. So yeah, yeah, for you sure. And I is that, is that was that was this your producer that just commented up here? Yeah, I don't know who. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. hell yeah, hell yeah. We got the producer in the house tonight. Hell yeah. Well, um, you, you want to add anything to your introduction or tell us anything about yourself? Go ahead. So I'm dope. I mean, not too much to that. Like the raw kind of dope. I'm the dope that they had back in the 80s. So, you know, I mean, what else can I say? I can't say too much. Then, you know, I'll be walking by the feds like, gosh, you know. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Well, you you certainly are dope. And uh, we're, we're ready to hear more dopeness from you tonight. So what's the first piece you're going to be doing? Uh, what was it? The year of the calendar, I think it was. I think that's what it was. The year, the first piece. The year. The year the year, uh, something about the calendar. The year, the, I think it was the, it, you said to me as the year of, the year of cause, the year of the, that's, that's, the year of the. That's what it is. I knew it was something. 
Definitely. Year of the Cause. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. I'm going I'm to pop it up here and uh, get, get myself out of here. I was today years old when I realized how people will allow them to be so conditioned by a calendar. You see, it's so funny that people will live 364 and a half days just to prove to themselves that they can live in denial and still have the sense of praise. So you see on that half day, it's something about that last half hour, that last half day, whatever you try to put it, it makes people want to think about things, but they're still in denial. So at 11.59, what do they do? Everybody sings about their heads and calling the God that they have no knowledge of or even think they found them. So everybody shot hallelujah, but it's still 11.59. So while everybody's head is bowed and knees are down, you think about the last thing you want in life right before that clock go tick. But do people ask for more life? No. Instead, they say, this year I'm going to go on a diet. This year I'm going to do this, but nobody really asks for more life, if that's even possible. So as the clock ticks, everybody is still praising to Jehovah, to Buddha, to whoever they feel victim to call upon, and yet their whisper still go unheard. So on that first day, everybody feel like Thanos, where everything has just disappeared, and then things go back to the way they want it to be, but yet you get a new life and don't even realize it, because everybody going back to the same reality of their New Year's resolution, but yet here comes that time again. It's day one, and everybody is so hooked on phonics that nobody seems to read in between the lines of what's going on in today's society, so they skip along. And then there's a certain day that everybody have a day to dream, but nobody's awakened from that dream, but yet that same man years ago so said he believed in the dream. Maybe this year will be the dream that that man dreamt of will actually come to truth, but now we're not worried about that. You see, we already passed the first. And see, this is the 15th, and when you're in the middle of the month, there's nothing to be too much prepared about. So then we moved on. This is the month where every kiss begins with K that's wrapped up in that beautiful black box with that ribbon on the watch out, make sure the ring size is right. If not, then you'll have a problem at the end of the night because you see everybody knows the bigger the rocks, the bigger the kiss, the harder you fall in love, so say. But at least that's what the sales says, right? Okay, moving on up. Wait a minute, we have to salute the president. As soon as we find, I want you to salute. Did I say that? I really did because see, in history class, they say we're supposed to salute the president, but when will we have a president to salute moving forward? Then we have my favorite month that nobody seemed to get recognized. That's the month of the women, so-called, but see, we're too busy called bitches and whores that we think that's a normal thing. So when it's time to be called the woman, we neglect that part. But don't worry, we have a drink for that on St. Patty's Day. Everybody celebrates St. Patty's Day. Because, see, I've been drowning in my sins and my anger for months now. And it's the only day that I can get recognized for without getting in trouble. I can down a fifth and always sing about my fellow hollows. Because, you see, at the end of the day, at the end of the bar, that someone's going to pass me a drink. That's why I like to celebrate this day. I'm not going to forget that day. Next up, we have my favorite month. The month where every blunt feels like a dumbbell and it's legal to walk around. And the blunt feel more lifted than life itself. I'm free that whole month. Not only am I free on the bushes that I smoke with the herbs that intoxicate my body, but yet I'm free on the words because it's poetry month and I know I'm hella dope. So as I puff the trees and I let my words fly to a cloud of peace, remember I only got 31 days to get it right, but still in the first, I got to act the fool. You know how we do, right? Uh, let me backtrack. I forgot about something. Nobody really realized that you matter and all of this, but yet you want a new start. 
So as the calendar goes on and the month begins to flow and then there's a holiday for this and a holiday for that. But I realize we are so conditioned because if you really think back when we celebrate Easter, when, the, when did God really arisen? Is it in March or in April? So see, I failed to deal with religion because of that reason. That's why I skipped that part, but nobody want to talk about that. And then you have Thanksgiving that comes around. And you sit there and you sit around a table with family that you don't even like, medicine that you even hate. And then here go Christmas. But let's backtrack that with God really born on the 25th. Was that just a fix of our imaginations? That's to sell more gifts, just to get a sale that nobody really is going to miss. But yeah, we're going to celebrate it. But what about June the 19th? That's when we was really free. But yet everybody is selling their soul for a Black Friday sale. That's when everybody thinks they're really free because their pockets is right. See how that gets misconstrued and consistent, I understand. It's something about a calendar. I tell you, when you go down them dates, but see the funny thing about it in life, through the whole year of 2023, I learned to manipulate the system. I think today should be Valentine's Day because I'm full of love. Why not? I felt like last week was Mother's Day, but nobody wished me a happy Mother's Day or gave me a call for it. I guess I got to wait till next May. Not That's not mentioned Father's Day, but yeah, there's a gay parade going on. And you know, everybody's going to be lit. Let's think about the veterans that's out here every day that has the can in their hand asking for change, but everybody give him a bottle of booze because he got the best storage, right? But there's another day that we neglect. Should I keep going or should I just go ahead and just make sure I continue to live in this fantasy world that we have to celebrate these man-made holidays? I'd be damned if I allow another holiday to consume my heart and my emotions instead of me getting tricked back first. Nobody talks about Kwanzaa. Nobody talk about the pieces that can bring. But yeah, we can always run to that sale. You see how they get misconstrued to for sale for it that we're going to buy by. It must be right. Nobody talks about the things that bring us joy in the middle of the night. We forget about those holidays. But excuse me. Let me allow you to go down your calendar and pick the days that suit you best. In peace. Well, goddamn. God damn, you 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 out here spitting some facts, girl. You talking some shit. You saying some like you saying some shit that needs to be heard, that needs to be said. Man, like you bringing out some of the dark fucked up shit about these holidays and and I mean, and I'd love that you fit in there that like what about these ones that we don't fucking talk about? Like I love how you ended that piece. Like let me go down your calendar and just Pick the ones that suit suit you best, cause y'all yeah, and oh man, there's so many lines in there like that I want to like pick down and like really get into that like really struck me. Like I loved I loved uh, the Black Friday line, um, and, so and yeah, everybody really feels free because their pockets are right. And y'all, you know, the the Thanos line was dope. I love that shit. That was that was great. That was great. Yeah. You know, you might be the only besides you and my producer, you might be the only ones that catch that because I'm a Marvel. Uh, we got fan. we got lots of Marvel fans on here. We got lots of Marvel fans on here. Don't you worry. Hell yeah, dude. I'm 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 always talking about Spider-Man and the Hulk and shit on here. Oh, yeah, you 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 know, you know, I, I'm always I'm always making references. I'm gonna bring uh, I'm gonna bring these other two uh up here to see what they thought. <laughs> Dang. Um, excuse me. I am the Thanos fan, okay? <laughs> we gotta snap on that poem because 
well, as um, Lano say, that plan was inevitable. Exactly. At this point, that's what we need right uh, there. Uh, uh, one thing, like with the Black Friday line, it mm -hmm. reminded me of the one I did when I came off of the Thanksgiving show. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah because... Uh, I, I, from what I heard, like all our poetry literally have tied into each other without even knowing it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, my 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 uh, Christmas piece. Um, I talk. I, I think I talked about um mm -hmm. the homeless um problem that we have in America on my mm -hmm. Christmas piece and my Thanksgiving piece. Um, I there's something I also talked about. Um, in my Thanksgiving piece uh, was the Native Americans and how the holiday actually got started. So that part reminded me a lot of my piece where it was kind of bringing, bringing to light some of the darker aspects of this holiday and how it got started. And it's like, and I was talking and I talked on one hand about like, you know, not being proud of it and, and, you know, hating how it got started. But then on the other hand about, you know, how I just wanted the holiday to be about, peace and love and just eating food with your family and being grateful for it. But yeah, that, that reminded me a lot of, but you went so much deeper and you dug into all the holidays. You were just like, check, 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 all, all of them. I love that shit. Yeah. Robert, you have something you want to add? Yeah. Um, um, I was trying to um, think of any um, 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 holidays that like, um, didn't have any um negative um aspects to them um i thought of earth day arbor day and that's all earth so day. um i can i can uh, ruin earth day for you right now the same way oh please don't <laughs> yeah so my my uh my head is like um uh spinning with, um um thoughts about um i'm origins of um holidays and uh, oh. like the uh they're all uh, negative aspects of each each day like yeah it's just like everybody how i look at it if it's a sale for the people going to go out for it, just mm -hmm. like for any reason long as it's a sale for it like yes it's a sale like i was watching um thanksgiving i had seen the movie thanksgiving and I don't want to laugh, but now that I'm thinking about my poem, it really makes sense because in the beginning of the poem, it's like instead of people being home eating, watching football, they're in front of a freaking bootleg Best Buy for a daggone toaster. And they are fighting, people are losing, and I'm watching like, are these people serious? Or a kid's toy or a PlayStation or, yeah, and they kill people. I used to see people on the news straight up, like, try to kill each other over that shit. Yes, but I remember <laughs> one year, I remember when I first started driving, this is no joke, and my mother used to work at Walmart, and I swear I think my mother was was a hit woman, I swear. So she called me, and she was like, don't go around the back, we can't go around the back. I said, what you mean? I said, no, I'm not going to jail for you tonight, mother, but anyway. So I had to go around the front. And I'm standing in line. At this time, they wouldn't let you win until like 12 midnight or whatever. So me and my brother be standing out there. Now, I already got my daughter's stuff. And the lady in the line, she looked at me. She's like, oh, she better not touch my car. And I'm starting to laugh. So she's like, oh, you think it's funny? I said, lady, I will beat you up in this store for no reason. Leave me alone. 
I said, because I didn't got all my stuff. I'm just doing this for my mother. I don't want to be in here. Turn around and wait in line and leave me alone. I said, because you're going to lose your life over a daggone big wheel. A big wheel. Yeah. That I don't even know. I work, but people be going crazy. I work, and I'm sitting there. I work retail. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, an assistant, I'm an assistant manager at, at uh, Dollar General. And uh, I mean, I just worked the holiday this past couple weeks and people i mean it's it's too crazy but people can be i mean on just a normal day people can be assholes and really like make your job very very hard and and make it hard for everybody else to shop around them it's like we all have places to be too calm down i'm just yeah i'm just so blessed that my daughter wasn't one of those kids who just wanted everything because she didn't it was me who went outraged and she was like, mom, I don't need it. So I will go to the store and just laugh at parents. Like that would be my thing. Like for like for Black Friday stuff, cause I already went shopping, saying that not to be. I'm like, look at that. She ain't got no money and she laid on everything. She gonna get her daughter's gift and her daughter's not gonna like that. And my brother said, why do you do that? Because it's ridiculous how parents will go crazy to get that kid a gift just to say I did that. And I'm like, you better go get a job and buy your own goddamn Marvel toys or the on game or something. You know what prices of gas is and eggs and stuff. But you see tons like I ain't gonna pay the light bill because they want a PS. Oh, what are you crazy? Like, mm. oh yeah, people need to yeah. Like people uh, go crazy uh, for Christmas for certain holidays that got a they have a sale, and I'm sitting like y'all about to go broke for what reason? Uh, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I come just like um, when I did, I can't remember which one of the poems last week, where I say, test it down. Oh, yes, test it down season. Yeah, where, yeah, because you want to go broke for people who you don't even talk to. Exactly. That's <laughs> Tis the damn season. Mm-hmm. Or people you're not even want to talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, because uh, and like in that same Tessadan season, you want to buy a white elephant gift, but the and this was the entire talk. You but given this white elephant gift, but you are overlooking the elephant in the room every day of the year mm-hmm. just to give someone you don't like a gift. Hmm. yeah 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 i agree with that mm-hmm. uh, i i yeah i love i love how you it was it wasn't necessarily an attack it was more like a like mm-hmm. you stupid fucks what are you doing you stupid thank you that's exactly what it was i got so much backlash and it got to the point where i just laughed at him like hey, this is all right poetry for people like you people like you I don't care what you do. I'm just saying, I'm just stupid. Like you say, I'm stupid, oh, yeah. but okay. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was like you. a, uh, a no, go ahead. like a, uh, a <laughs> entire um, year of uh, everything that could go wrong and, and does go wrong, all, mm-hmm. all compiled in one poem. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, excellent. Pretty much. Love pretty. When did you write that? Today. Oh damn! God wow. damn! Wow. Wow. Yeah. 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 you killed that shit. 
But it was so funny because the, I had reconstructed this one. I had started writing it like a while ago. I just never finished it. But when I look at the growth from my writing then to right. I felt so much in love with me and my pen. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a beast with this one. I said, I can't wait to nine o'clock. Let's go. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love when I write a piece like that where it's just like, oh, I, I know this one. <laughs> Especially yeah. if you have an out of body expression, you just look at this stuff while you pray. You like, look at me go, yes, like, yeah. like that's how I felt right now. I had a whole out of body friends watch me perform. They're like, that's me, that'd be me. <laughs> that's kind of how I felt writing my Christmas piece last week. Like, I wrote that shit like in three days, and I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, this is either gonna be one of my best shit or one of my worst shit. But I just exactly, it was the best. Best of the year. Yes, and thank you guys for spending the new year with me. Thank you for having me. Like, yeah, yeah this thank, I'm thank you. Yeah, well, happy new year, guys, and thank you for um, doing that piece. We'll see you in a, a few minutes for your second piece, and yep. uh, mm-hmm. that brings us around to Mr. Uno, who has requested hey. um, that we don't play his flyer tonight. We'll just get right into it. Uh, yes. so what's up, man? Yeah, so, um, I say I'm doing it because this way, because I would always want to be like, you know, when an author come out with their books, they'll find a library, they'll find somewhere, go read to the people and let them hear. You got books out, you got books out on Amazon though, right? I didn't, yeah. I didn't, so, I didn't forget so to mention this expert, Oh no, my background not doing it. But my background is the book, which is called oh. Midnight Books. What's that? So, yeah, and this piece is called What Are My Children? And three, from hearing the very first two poems, I am um, actually seeing the link to both of them within this one poem. Because where we spoke about earlier, the people who have the power doing nothing and this literally calling out the people who rule our countries and damage it and cause their blinded followers to destroy it even more. Because as she was saying with the year, you choosing which days you want to follow. And who makes you want to follow those days? The people in charge. And why they do want to do it? It's all about the money. Test the season to make money. Yeah. And the season is 365. Next year, 366. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. draw myself out here so you can tell them. And uh yeah, let's let's uh mm-hmm. watch this piece is watch- yes. Watch out my children. In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man reigns. In the land of the corrupt, there is no one to blame. Politicians bribe and leaders deceive. Blinded followers follow, never to leave. Their greed and their lust, it is all they can see. No longer caring for their people or their liberty. They twist and they turn. 
their lives become an art. Their conscience, long gone, no longer has a part. People are awaking. Their eyes begin to clear. Shackles of corruption, they slowly break free from fear. Their voices grow stronger, their message clear. They want a new dawn. They want a new year. They demand transparency, honesty, and truth from their leaders, their politicians, and their religious booth. They see that the few have taken too much, leaving the many struggling poverty's clutch. Though the corrupt will fight back with all their might, their actions exposed, they will lose the fight. People should stand together, never falter. Their power shall be stronger than the blindfolded altar. Let this be a warning to those who deceive. People will unite. They will believe in a future that is fair, that is just, that is right. They will fight for it with all their might. And that is watch out my children. Hell yeah, dude. I that's that's one of my favorite pieces you've done. That is that I, I am a big fan of the pieces that call out our scumbag government and the corruption in our world. And you know, you are excellent at doing that and excellent at you know giving that sense of like uh camaraderie where we're all banding together mm -hmm. to fight this evil. And that's really what we need to do is band together and fight this fucking evil. Uh yeah. and I and I appreciate you for being on here and doing that. Thank you. Yeah, because we ourselves will forget the power we have. Because, as I say, the powers that be will blind their followers to see the differences. But, and that, once the blindfolds come off, then you can see we are the same. There's no difference. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's that's part of what I try to do with this show is, is show you all that we're all the same no, no matter whether we're you know white black short tall freaking gay bisexual whatever you know trans whatever it is um you, you live in trinidad live in america like we're all we all have shit going on and it, it makes us feel the same way inside and we all connect in that way and um and we all, I mean, I love having people on here that are so like-minded and like me want to fight against the fucking corruption in this world um, because it's, exactly. yeah, it's, it's, it's fucked up, man. Um, I'm going to bring, uh, I'm going to bring these other artists up here. To see I think Poetless might be away from, oh. Here she is. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I I didn't, say, um, we need to go to Washington. That's what, man, you need to do. We need to go to Washington. <laughs> and we're going, I noticed something. 
they can't say no to little people. They're scared of us. So see, you go, and I'm going to go. Man, that's what we're going to do. I'm not that little. I'm 5'4", okay? I'm 4'6", four. I'm four so I will be the littlest one. So, so look, when I take over, I'm going to be president. You could be the vice president, and that's how we're going to rock it, see? It's going to be a little people's world. It's going to be a little oh, yeah. people's world. We're taking over. That's what we're doing. Well, I have a joke from one of our politicians. He's short, mm-hmm. and uh, how I will usually call him out is he is the shortest person on the highest seat. Cool thing, <laughs> see? see? Oh, it. Because <laughs> it, it, size doesn't matter. You could be corrupt any size you want to be. Yeah. You ain't yeah. never lie. Look at Napoleon. That dude was. <laughs> uh, the leader of uh, the leader of North Korea. He's like this, this short, this short little Asian dude. <laughs> Look, that's my uncle. We talked about that. Look, that's my uncle. We talked about his attitude. Be the right Wait, 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 wait. Uh, You're a little Kim's niece. Look, I, I tend not to talk about my family tree alive, okay? Damn, that's messed up. That's messed I mean, up. I can't. I'm not allowed to pick my family. They've just given to me, okay? Please don't <laughs> walk me in my gene pool. <sighs> Shit. Oh, man. Uh, Robert, did you, were you, uh, we kind of, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to talk over you there. <laughs> um, I was, um, thinking about like, um, how many, um, um, countries that, um, uh, that poem could, um, apply to. Um, uh, those are, um, uh, uh, such common problems in, um, um, uh, governments and um uh countries with um a very rich uh upper class all over mm-hmm. um and it got me thinking about um um in america here about um uh, the way we treat um uh work like we uh we've um we've been sold this mindset that we've got to work 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 until we die. And I've been seeing pushback to that now uh, from Gen Z and um, um, younger um, uh, generations. So your your uh, your poem made me think about all that stuff. Even after, after COVID, I mean, even a lot of the older generations started doing it too. They either got businesses at home or they got on unemployment and stopped working. And I mean, the, the COVID really hit everybody big. And then after that, uh, you know, I won't name any names, but certain politicians came into power who raised the prices of everything. Um, and things just got a lot harder for everybody. Yeah. And yeah, uh, but, yeah so I, I think yeah, that, that, that definitely did a lot of pushback. Yeah, because yeah. the blind folks finally coming off that altar. Honestly, I mean, you, you know what? Here's the thing. I was raised that, you know, you bust your ass every fucking day and you don't let up until you're fucking dead. But here's the thing. Busting your ass doesn't necessarily have to mean working a job you don't like or breaking your back yeah. or, you know, giving yourself knee problems or carpal tunnel or whatever the hell it is. It doesn't mean that. Like, 
this show goes far enough, you know, this could be my career and I can still bust my ass at this show and bust my ass writing and still, you know what I mean? You know, an artist's life isn't easy. It's still a job, but it's a job that I enjoy. What I'm trying to say is that, like, it, both generations are right. The first generation is right where you need you should bust your ass every day and strive to be better each day. But then the other generation is right where you shouldn't have to work 40-hour weeks every 40 to 60-hour weeks every fucking week just to stay alive. That shouldn't be. There should be a to enjoy our lives and enjoy I mean, a company of people around us, too, without having to always be at fucking work. I mean, I, I know personally, especially past holiday, I've loved the hours, I've loved the money, but it has put a dent in my relationship with my girlfriend, uh, you know, in, in the sense that, you know, we just haven't been seeing a lot of each other. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely No, something. because we, we all will, because we have to think about it too this way. We will be working for money, right? Everything is taxed. Every dollar we make, we have to literally pay to live. And who actually benefits from our labor? We don't. The money no. that we make, we do not get anything really from it. But it's our overlords in the world who will, just like, um, the other poem last week when I say for a silent night. When the bombs stop, then we could actually sleep and have sugar plums in our head. But who is the one pushing for this power, that power, and claim and that is in the end? The leaders. And they want to do things. They're making deals amongst themselves. When it goes bad, they will want to blame the citizen. They wouldn't want to say that we are the problem. Uh, as I say, politics is the greatest reality show. They will be fighting on camera. The blinded citizens will follow them, but they're laughing at us because uh, we are the yeah. show. Yeah. Real quick, I wanted to ask you guys, you guys are into, uh, like, superhero shit like that. Have either of you seen the movies? Um, it's a TV show on uh, Amazon Prime, and it is, uh, so obviously I can tell by your reaction, but it is, so it's basically, heroes were real, but they were uh, basically just, uh, their faces of the company. Their powers are real, but they're, they're, they're super, but they're not actually heroes. They're just celebrities. They're there to make the company money. You know, they do all the news broadcasts like that. But they're all a bunch of corrupt, sadistic fucks. And basically, it's uh, it's obviously a sci-fi show. It outlines a lot of problems in our own society and like brings a really like light onto it um and i recommend anybody uh who's into that kind of thing whether it be superheroes uh, fucked up shit which i'm into um or you know just shows that or movies or whatever that kind of outline the political problems in our own world definitely to go check out so uh 
Yeah, and, 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 and if you've seen it for the audience who has know why it kind of ties into that conversation because it, it is very much um, that writer, whoever wrote that show, his, his way of putting his artwork to bring life to the corruption in this world. Um, yeah, so that's that's definitely something I, I get a lot of my inspiration from TV shows and stuff like that. Uh, that's what I do too. I did it so I get that from that in books. Like I got a big thing about just like for some strange reason I've been into like the moon energy and stuff like that. And it's really, really dope. Yeah. So I've yeah. really been like changing my mindset and watching what I've been watching and stuff. Man, I can't wait for that tarot card reading next time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's gonna be great. That's gonna be great, dude. Oh yeah. Um, well thank you. Uh with us we'll catch you again for your second um that brings us to our last artist um in the rotation uh which is our newest artist to the circle uh welcome to the circle robert uh his name is robert frost or robert not robert frost that's someone different robert foster um he's an author uh he's got a book out on amazon right now called morgan's mount um and he's also got a website you can go follow uh you follow him probably check out some of his content his book um stuff like that at robert j foster writes um dot wordpress.com uh, you can also follow him on facebook at robert foster writes uh so let's play his flyer and get him up the only good thing about the cottage was the coffee machine it was a compact drafty place constructed of densely packed round stones that failed to hold in heat. He had drunk three cups of coffee by the time the door opened and Alan walked in and he was still shivering. A rush of biting air wafted toward him and was not cut off until another form huddled in behind Alan. Hey, how you doing? Hey. I'd, uh, I'd love to be um, as good as uh, Frost, but I'm not. I'm, not sure, quite I'm, there. Sure, I'm sure you got a little, little, little Frost in you. Uh, yeah. I definitely like the sample you sent me, though. It was short. Um, I, I, I like your reading style and, uh, and your description. Uh, definitely. I'm excited to hear more. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you want to add to um, what I gave you a little bit about yourself? I've been here before. So. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, um, well, um, um, I started writing um, for fun when um, I was um, little, um, but um, I never um, tried to uh, publish uh, anything until... I was like um, sitting around um, one day when I was like 43 going, you know, I've always, always wanted to uh, publish a book, but I never tried. It's how about damn time. So, so I tried. <laughs> yeah. How old, are you? how old are you? 47. 47. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, you know what? And I, I, I always say, I try to always say that too. It is, it is never too late to 
chase your dreams. You you could wake up tomorrow morning and be like, I don't wanna I don't wanna do this shit anymore. I'm I won't and you could be 40, 50, 60, like you can you still have mind enough to do it, you can do it. I mean that's not don't get me wrong, it doesn't apply to everything. If you're like two year old and you're you have a walk you probably can't become a, a walk or you know a skydiver like that. Like, yeah. Oh. Out of the list, but I mean, for for the most part, I like to encourage people, no matter how old you are, like or how young you are, you can always. Uh, I know that sounds corny, but it really is. No, it's good. I, I I I like it. I mean, why why not try? Yeah, well, it seems like you're doing good. You got uh, you got your book out on Amazon now. Uh, yep. Okay. You want to tell us a little bit about the book? Yeah, uh, it's a uh, ghost story uh, with kind of a um, a crime um, twist to it. Um, I was thinking about like um, all the um, uh, all the movies um, I watched when um, I was little, and like um, uh, action movies about um, tough guys who could uh, like beat up. Um, Everyone they met. Yeah, I wanted to know. Uh, Bruce Willis, like, John Wick, Jason those, yeah. The, I, I, uh, yeah, like uh, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, like all, yeah, all of them. Yeah, yeah, you know, Bruce Lee. He's the Chuck Norris, Chuck Norris versus Bruce Lee. The ultimate. Yep. The ultimate. Uh, I love all that stuff. Um, I wanted to know, like, um, what would happen to. Um, one of those guys, if um, if um, he was um, up against like something he couldn't punch or kick or shoot or stab, like like like, like a ghost, yeah, exactly. So uh, um, so I wrote that story. <laughs> oh yeah, that's awesome. And uh, you're gonna be sharing some of that with us tonight. Uh yeah, yeah. I've got um a little um excerpt from the um point of view of the uh the bad guy the villain okay cool all right uh, that's interesting i like that all right man i'll be talking myself out of here uh we got an excerpt from morgan's house and uh all right the study low wooden rafters crisscrossed above a long dark table and an old padded chair in the room below sat a man who no longer required the use of furniture. He had no body with which to sit. Once people had spoken of the way his light blue eyes could hold a person in place with their stare. Now sightless holes that held nothing but white peered up from the chair at a hanging quilt. A patchwork design, the quilt had been sewn long ago by Constance Morgan, Aldred's great-great-grandmother. His mind wandered from one family member to the next, thinking fondly of few, disgusted by others. They'd been fools for the most part. 
Not since the days of Constance had the Morgans been a force in the world. The likes of his sainted mother were now being insulted by the only living remnant of her line, Martin, who had sought to dissociate himself from the family to the extreme of adopting the name Fisher. Such an ordinary surname, it probably came from Martin's peasant-ridden paternal line. This could all be traced back to Martin. The new man who spoke like a Yankee was a hired gun, a big fool. No weapon could harm Aldred. Didn't they realize that people ha ha had tried such tactics before? He wasn't sure they'd return to try again, but he hoped so. The chance to prove once again that he was king in this domain was irresistible. He salivated for it. The challenge was accepted if the challenger dared enter the ring for a second round. It was, however, not the American that truly weighed on Aldred's mind. It was the, the other one, Alan. For years, Alan had been in and out of the mount, studying, searching, talking to the girl, but never posing a threat. He had, in fact, been responsible for much of the castle restoration. As Aldred could no longer care for the building himself, Alan had become a tolerable, tolerable guest. Better to allow the man to pass safely through these halls than let them fall to ruin. Things had changed. The caretaker was now an active opponent. It tasted of betrayal. There would be no more safe passage given in Morgan's Mount. That's it. I like that, man. We don't, you know, you were, you mentioned that we don't have enough authors on here. And I, I, I think I agree with you. We don't have enough story time. It's nice to sit down and kind of listen. Like, you have a nice reading voice, very good description, very good vocabulary. Um, and, it's, and it's very nice. Like, sometimes, uh, you know, with poetry, I kind of feel this overwhelming need to, like, Really break it down. Take the artist like my feedback, um, and 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 I and I do understand with, with um, you know story too, um, but less so about you know like because you know a, a lot of poems are like you know, I mean poems a lot of poems longer than that chapter, but um, it's just nice to be able to relax and absorb in the world for a minute. And I think as a writer, like that's a that's your job as a fictional writer is you be very well attached, pulling me into that fictional world, sort of like pulling me out of my own from. Um, so yeah, that, that was fantastic. I like that. Awesome. Um, 
And I definitely want to check out the book. It sounds really cool. And that, uh, my dad's on here. He commented, uh, he said it's definitely his kind of thing. And it's definitely oh, like good. a thing, too. That's, that's, that is a cool twist. I, mean, I, I feel fun that with, like, action movies, too. Like, you know, uh, like, I mean, uh, like, Bruce Willis and, like, the Transporter and just those, like, where there are those those guys who get hired to do something crazy or whatever and just that fantasy horror twist it's awesome uh i really yeah. like that um i'm gonna bring uh i'm gonna bring these all with me and see if they have any questions or comments for you right. well well my feet off that it's um as the last thing it reminded me of a movie it actually reminded me of one of the indoor ones I saw, which is Bullet Train. And when you were talking about the safe mm -hmm. passage, I think that was the first thing like I was <laughs> thinking about in that, from that movie. And awesome. it, it sounds cool. But if you didn't say it was from the mind of the villain, I would not believe it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, Polish. Must like I had to change the air, but sorry, Awesome, awesome, awesome. I really like the message that you put in it, and I liked how you had it all outlined for people to get it at their own leisure, I should say. But I really like the whole concept behind it. It was really dope. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks for sharing that with us. And like I said, you're definitely right. We don't have enough story time on here. We don't have enough fictional authors on here. And I can't wait to have you back on. And uh, Elizabeth, the uh, wonderful, she's an amazing author. Wait to have her back on as well. Uh, hopefully, I think January. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I think that we might have her. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely good to have. Uh, because I mean, I started, I started my writing like career, but like, I started like writing when I was younger, mostly like, fantasy stories. Um, and you know, I, I always had this big imagination, and I was like, you know, big elaborate, make ten games with my brother and my friends, and I, I just wanted to do it. Later in life, kind of developed some stories for me, and yeah, I just. I am, that's all I, that, that's like the, my main source of media is fantasy and horror and uh, sci-fi and I'm just like really into that and I, and I hope I can get more people like you on here. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, and we will we'll catch you in a few minutes for another, uh, another chapter, right? Awesome. Hey. All right, cool, man. Uh, that's going to bring us back around to Miss uh, Miss Poetless Shakespeare over here. Uh, how you doing? Oh, I am awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I, it's a good show tonight. I'm liking it. You are all fantastic artists and uh, thank you all so much for coming on. This is awesome. And, and bringing in the new year. Every time you have me on the show, I don't know what it is, but the energy match every time like you know the right show to put me on like it's yeah i mean amazing. that's I, honestly honestly i don't even 
a lot of that just falls in place. I just I, I book people who are available and can come on and a lot of the times I'm nervous. I'm like, yo, I don't know if these people are gonna vibe with each other. We always fucking do. We always do because that's what this show is about. Is is we're we're connecting because like me and Uno were talking about, we're all the same. We're all the same mm-hmm. in life. You know what I mean? And that's that's really what the show is about. Yeah. So I, I always try to I always try to bring that vibe for real. You definitely do. You keep it up. You definitely do because I feel it. Even when I watch yeah. the show, I'm like, yes. I appreciate you. I appreciate you uh, noticing that. Uh, my dad just commented. He, he wanted to know what the name of uh, uh, his book was again. It was uh, uh, Morgan Morgan's Mouth. Morgan's Mouth. Yeah. You can go check it out on Amazon. I'm definitely uh, going to check that out because I love reading. Real quick. <laughs> anyway, uh, what's the uh, what's the second piece you're doing for us? So the second piece is my on me moment. So it's my pretty much. Me. So, you know, it's pretty much, so you know how they say, oh, my mother, I'm going to do this. So it was just like, when are you going to do something for you? Like, you're doing everything. It's like, oh, my mother, I'm going to do this. Oh, my stepdaddy, I'm going to oh. do this. So at one moment, you're like, on me, I swear, on me, I'm going to do this. So that's where I got that whole vibe. Hell yeah. That, uh, you'll, you'll see it, you'll see at the end, that, that relates to the piece that I'm going to do. Manifest destiny, like, shit's on me. Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, I'm going to drop myself out of here. Let's see it. <clears throat> Woke up this morning on straight beast mode. Attitude straight savage. I swear this is going to be the moment that I stand on me ten toes. You see, for so long I always have that concept. Like if I stand on something else, they have to bring me to my toes. But what happens when there's no one there and I have to stand on my own too? So in this moment on me, I'm going to get my lick back. I'm not standing because I want to be cocky. I'm just standing because it's old to me. Old to the poor who stood on so many stages and gave her heart even when nobody wanted to listen, but you put that on everything except on you. I bet you now they're listening. This is for that little girl who grew up not being, feeling like she was enough, not being able to speak up because nobody wanted to hit on me. She's going to have her voice. Oh, and then there's that woman that I'm destined to be on me. I swear this is my moment. You see, for so long, I have dedicated so many countless moments to people who didn't mean me any good just to say that I had something to fall on. But yet the whole time that I was thinking about it, I really needed me. I was dead 10 strong when everybody left me. Who said I had to depend on me? It wasn't nobody else in that mirror to look back with tears rolling down my eyes but me. So here for I'm standing on me. Because after all, she was only there for me as well. You see, this countless nights when I tried to call my best friend and it seemed like our calls wasn't going through right. So I had to stand on what? On me. That's even sometimes I reached up to Ja, like, Ja, I know you see me. And sometimes he got to say, not now, my child. So I had to stand on what? On me. I never talked about love because there was something that my lips could never pronounce. But you see, on me, I'm going to get it. I guess it feels pretty good having an on me moment because there's nobody else to laugh at. You can laugh at yourself when you fall. There's nobody to depend on to pick you up except you when you have to fall. So I guess it's kind of cool to have a on me moment because see, at the end of the day, everything that I know that I own, I don't have to worry about shunning with nobody because that's on me in peace. God damn, that shit's on me. Hell yeah. You got that shit. Yo, so I mean, 
Yeah, like I, I say this all the time. I all my shit somewhere in the middle of I'm a piece of shit and I can't mm-hmm. feel so uncomfortable. And I'm fucking better than all you motherfuckers. Exactly. I'm a ass, I'm a fuck, and like all my shit's right in the middle. And like, yo, you need sometimes it, you need to be over here. You need to be on that like on me shit. Like that, like mm-hmm. me against the fucking world when it comes down to it, ain't nobody got my back but me, you know. And, exactly. and, I, and I, love, I love how you illustrated that. That like, uh, you know, sometimes I try to call my best friend. And it seems like the calls just weren't going through right. Like, just sometimes, man, you know, you know, it even if, like that. Even the closest of friends, like you, it's just on you. It's just on yeah. you. You know, you got to deal with your own shit at the end of the day. I love you that. Have to. You have you. to. And that's your. And it's crazy because this is like, think about this, how many times you really, really give people credit where credit that really due to them. It's like, right. wait a minute. Hold up, I remember that conversation. I told you, I need to talk to somebody. It was 2.30 and you told me to call you in the morning, but yet I ain't cry that night. That was on me. I didn't have you there to talk to. So when you really think about things that you really had to do on your own, you're like, wait a minute, it's been on me for like a long time, but I kept putting on somebody else just so, they can get the credit. And sometimes you, I'll give you some credit. Sometimes you just want to feel like you know you you have someone to fall back on, and you mm-hmm. you want to feel that secure safety blanket. But sometimes, man, like you know, going back to the superhero references, super. You know what Superman's cape is made out of? His childhood blanket, his baby blanket. Exactly. And he literally. The strongest, most powerful man in the world. In the world. He still yep. wears his fucking baby blanket because and he's don't care. still insecure and he still wants that safety and that protection from someone else. But at the end of the day, he's Superman. It's on him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I love that. I love that shit. That's, that's how it would be because nobody doesn't, you know, I don't know. It seems like people forget them in the midst of everything. And we get so brainwashed that people feel like if once they do something for you, it's like, I did that, I did that. It's like, now you owe them the whole world. But then it was like, okay, take that one moment compared to all the other moments that I really needed you that really mattered besides that moment. Yeah. Yeah. No, I absolutely, I absolutely agree that, that, and wow. When did you write that piece? I, I got to say, first of all, you, both your pieces complement each other very well. <laughs> Um, and they're very, very like with the theme of our um uh, new year special. It definitely fits the that, theme. That was like 10 minutes ago when I was sitting here backstage chopping it up. I was like, Oh, let me write this. God damn, y'all. Holy shit. Y'all, I'm bringing, I'm bringing the other artists up to get that fucking impressive. <laughs> I mean, I just, you know. Oh, yeah. That was on me for real. For real, that's the only well, 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 of course, we, we have to keep ourselves accountable, duh. Plus, we have to take care of ourselves. So, because that's who we are. There's this thing, there's this thing, and I, I, I've taken a few psychology classes, not college courses, but it, it, when I was in high school. Um, and a lot of, one of the things we talked about was Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and it's this triangle. And it, mm-hmm. our first need is food and shelter, and it goes up from there. And food, shelter, and then personal care, like personal, not just personal, but personal emotional care. You can't even get to caring about anything else 
connection with anyone else or the friends around you or whatever yeah. until yeah we need food self-security and then, then yeah. you know and, and yeah that's definitely definitely you gotta you gotta Sure. Uh, yeah, because what um, I noticed also with that is also remind me as you know there's there's I know it's not a meme but I know it's also a saying where when you if you're on a plane they always tell you to put the mask on yourself first they and do. then yeah. help the other person. They have the other person. Um, we always and I do it. I sure we all do it. A lot of the times, I am sure we seen about someone else and forgetting mm-hmm. about ourselves. About ourselves yeah. mm-hmm. You are absolutely right. Yeah. And it seemed like for me, that used to come so natural. Like I will just do it. But now it's like, oh, it's on me now. It's, it's, everything is on me. And I got big energy to back it up. Big energy. Sometimes yeah. it's got to be on you. Gotta be on you, man. Real, that was that was inspirational and moving and powerful. It's a little strip of plug. We're on Spotify. If y'all need some inspiration while you're working or while you're driving or whatever, go listen in on Spotify. It'll be on there tomorrow. And you you need some inspiration, go listen to this girl's shit again because not only the truth, but she's speaking fucking just. I think I'm going to start you. That's going to be my new hashtag for 2024 on me. So that's going to be everybody's hashtag. So every time we post something, we'll put on me. That's going to be the new hashtag for 2024 on me. If you forget who you are, you can take on me. So you go back. That's the new head tape for 2024. Down below. On me, guys. Hashtag on me 2024. Hashtag on me. We ain't giving nobody credit before we give ourselves credit. First, I don't care what it is. Goddamn. On me. On me for 2024. Goddamn right, guys. Fucking. Hashtag yeah. on me. Go share it on Twitter. Go share it. Comment. You know what? Something that helps the algorithm and us move up and get spread to more people more than anything else on YouTube and Facebook is comment. When people comment, drive the shit way up the feed. So I want everybody oh, really? to go into the comments on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Spotify. And I want you to type hashtag on me. Blow up the oh, comment. Hashtag on me. Hell yeah, that's dude. Good. Hell yeah. Um, Get it, Brandon. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, I can hear you now. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I, I didn't know if Robert had anything you wanted to um, add or. Robert? Oh, oh, I could be. Could hear. Um, um, I think I'll be saying. Um, on me uh, uh, um, this year. Um, hey man, so I, real quick, I just want to let you know something. Uh, and I was saving this uh, for a moment. We had a second, uh, so I can pop it up on the screen. Uh, my dad here, a watcher of our show, uh, basically all there. I want you to know that he just bought a copy of your book. And 
that is on you, bro. That is, that is on you. Hell so, yeah. You see how it's working already? You see, y'all better get that energy. Y'all better get that on me energy going on. Well, hell yeah. Right. Uh, a couple of points. Um, the RP mindset. Um, it um, made me a little bit sad. Like, um, on the part about um, um, calling a friend and the call not going through. And yeah, um, it got me thinking, you know, um, it's great to have friends to uh, support you, but. you doing man you ready for your second piece oh yeah so so the remember well before the show i was asking you a question right and he said you cannot think of anyone right so have you ever heard of emily dickens dickinson i have you know <laughs> i was trying to think i couldn't oh. think of, i couldn't think of yeah. really so, so okay so, so the funny thing is, what made me think of doing this, right, was when I was in college, we were in final year, our professor, a nice lady named Miss Mary Lewis, she said, you know, I don't think anyone should graduate here unless they could do a poem. So me being the smart ass, literally, What's on and look up? What is the shortest poem? So it was um, uh, Emily Dickinson poem, Nobody, right? So I, if you, I don't know if you know it. I am nobody. Are you nobody too? And that's that one, 1891. I'm going to go now after the show. I'm going to have to go read that. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, so this one is called literally ripped and well so when i did it as a joke she said you know that is too short so i was it was sometime in the month of march or something i decided you know i don't know how it came across on my facebook feed and i remember that joke moment from college years and i literally incorporated into this version of it for nobody and i say you know i just because oh and you know we will all um i don't know about you but you ever decide something and it just forget about it and it actually happens. Yeah. So this kind of, 
like this morning on my Facebook feed, I didn't even know, I couldn't even remember. I literally posted on this day last year that I will have this book ready very soon. Yes, I've been waiting for it. Waiting. And what happened was, and I said on the post, it will have 40 poems. Mm-hmm. But that isn't what happened. It actually has 61 poems. God damn, bro. That's a, that's a <laughs> yeah, so because as I said, um, I'm working on Midnight Sparta, which is um, Midnight Karma's Dawn. Uh, I, and um, you know me being a Swifty annual. I'll just waiting for Taylor to drop the new yeah, reference. We have to fit a Taylor Swift reference in here. Of course. You know, I am uh, a total hashtag Swifty. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yes. <laughs> Ah, yeah. yeah those of you who are just listening on Spotify, this man has a Swifty t-shirt on. Uh, <laughs> it says Swifty since 1983 or something. Yeah, and, because 1983 is my birthday. Yeah. So, and this wow. t-shirt, I literally made you it for my birthday. Just say how I turned 40. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 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 Well uh well we'll we'll get to this piece. This piece is called uh Nobody Tomorrow. No, it's just called Nobody. No, nobody. Okay, I'm sorry. I yeah something got confused when it got sent to me. Yeah, anyway. So as uh, I said, we'll, uh, it's my extended okay. version of the Emily Dickinson poem. All right, let's hear it. <clears throat> I'm nobody. Who are you? I dwell in shadows deep where silence breaks through. In a land of secrets, darkness seeds. I echo a haunting past, yearning for obscurity. Held in midnight's grasp, are you nobody too? Our reprise unwound in verses, peered on song. I am nobody. And so are you. Our forgotten tongues, weary eyes that seek our reflections face. In anonymity, our solace can take place. Dreary the world of a somebody. They parade on stage where masks are loud. And quintitude, nobody finds out shroud. Tempest within now fiercely grown, yet desire for the cover remains ours. Frogs in this abyss, anguish blooms, navigating through bugs and forgotten tombs. Their hollow whispers reach our ears, dissolve into voids without fears. Gone are the days when dreams held sway. 
Phantom, oh Phantom lost in disarray. Hours struck, the darkness reborn. Still we yearn for the life unknown. I am nobody, in shadows embraced. Are you nobody, lit in the moon's pale light? <clears throat> Sorry. Step forth unnoticed into the night, my friend. Our refuge remains untrod, other by us. Even the stars bow and nod, for no one wants our name to give us fame. Uncharted, nameless in every way. A sanctuary where I endlessly stray, buried beneath our cloaks of obscurity, unseen, unheard, embracing purity. As the world spins in relentless storm, our whispers calmly transform from the chaos of existence. We transcend eternal nomads seeking the end. Darkness grows, we shall dwell. In the depths where no doubts and fears quell, I blissful anatomy, our souls find their home. I am nobody, so are you. Forever we shall roam, just us appear, just us too. I am nobody. I like that piece, man. It definitely, you definitely did a good job at emulating that old, that old style of poetry from the 1900s. Um, I like yeah. your word choice. As always, your word choice is phenomenal. Like, just I love your vocabulary and and the flow of your words and and how you're how you're able to express things through these these image this, this imagery and and your vocabulary. Uh, fantastic piece, man. I love it. Uh, and you said you wrote this like what in. It, in college or no no um i read the original in college but i wrote this probably in march and it only took me like less than an hour to do it probably about 35 40 minutes and i came up with that uh, after it just flashed up on social <laughs> yeah that was awesome dude that was awesome fantastic yeah. uh not only uh, emulation of the style, but a tribute to um, the original, which I, I haven't read, obviously. So I can't, I can't, I guess I can't say that it's a great tribute to the original, but I think that the, the style, I've heard other pieces by her and from that mm -hmm. time period, great emulation of that style. So that was, yeah, that was excellent. Um, I love that. Yeah, uh, I'm, yeah I'm because, yeah, because what I did say on my social media, I literally put up a version somebody here on YouTube. So if you go on my page, you can actually hear it. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. over here. Hell yeah. Thoughts, comments, whoever wants to. I just felt like we need to go on this protest. And that's no one else. I think that's what we just need to do. Just like bump it, just get out, pick it, 
out signs up and just go like just go right and bring look how long we got we got a day and a couple of hours come on let's scooby do this stuff up like that just came together let's go let's scooby do it up together let's go that's oh yeah okay that. dr strange let's scooby do this shit let's go what are we waiting for yeah. like, let's go yeah absolutely. but no i really feel I, from your piece i really feel everything that you were saying and i feel your frustration with it and i feel your point of view and it's just like at some point enough is enough like something gotta be done something has to be done Definitely, you guys are definitely uh, great, great theme pieces for the holiday uh, in the New Year's. I love, I love both of you guys and Robert. I love, I love your as well. And I can't wait to. Uh, uh, I'm going to get a copy of it. Original. I'm nobody. Who are you? Are you a nobody too? Then they appear of us. Don't tell. They banish us, you know. How dreary to be a somebody. How public like a frog. To tell your name the lifelong day to an admiring frog. Hmm. Cool. That's the original. 
yeah, I, you did. Like I said, you did it. You did a very good piece at emulating that. Yeah. Yeah. Very good job at emulating that that um, yeah. it, uh, style in your piece. I should say, mm -hmm. um, Robert, that did fix the problem. Um, so it did. Yeah, you're good. Oh, good, you're good, good. Thank you. I appreciate awesome. that. Um, that being said, we're actually going to bring you up uh, to read your. Uh, Oh, okay. Not the second right. of the book, but your second chapter tonight. And uh, okay, yeah, man. Uh, so I'm just gonna. Uh, it's another excerpt from Morgan's Mountain or Morgan's Mount. And Mount. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll just get myself out of here, and we can get right to it. Okay. Um, thought it would uh, be fun to uh, read from the uh, point of view of a cat. Uh, the third floor, he couldn't keep up, no matter how quickly he ran or how far he jumped. Oliver could not gain on the strange human child. She didn't move in, in the normal human ways. Her paws never touched down, and, and she moved more like a sky animal than a land creature. Even with his limited feline vision, Oliver was convinced he had seen the girl pass through a wall and emerge a moment later from the other side. He thought she had gone upwards, but didn't know how far. There was another like her, shaped like a man. That one was wrong. His presence reeked of anger that remained in place. In, in place, even when the man was not around. He was the kind of human that would swat at him whenever he came near. Oliver could recognize the type and did not want the girl to, to, to be near him. To protect the child, he would first have to find her. Oliver went up and up. The steps were endless. He'd begun to lose hope when he noticed a strange thing nearby. It was out of place in a large room. As he crept slowly toward it, Oliver saw that it was old and brown, and it had a head. He drew back. After a moment, he observed that it didn't move. Perhaps it was dead. He moved up next to it slowly studying each detail he could make out in the dim room. The creature had a stick for a body and a raggedy malformed head. As he circled the thing, Oliver managed to pick up a scent coming off it. The stick be smelled like the girl. She could be nearby. His nose was of limited help it wouldn't do uh, it it wouldn't do him any good to sniff around the floor trying to locate the smell of her oliver sat perked up his ears and listened wind there were small critters scuttling behind the walls but he didn't have time for them now water dripped from an unseen place Nothing else of note. He would need to check each room on the floor. 
Oliver heard a squeak. It was not one of the wall critters. This was a loud sound that echoed for some time. It must be the girl. He dashed toward the place he'd heard the sound coming from and had to stop in his tracks when he found the way blocked by a large wooden door. Oliver pawed at the door and called out again and again. The door creaked open and Oliver squeezed through the gap before it was fully ajar. Kitty, the strange girl bent down low to greet him. She spoke, but quietly, like a prey animal worried about hunters. That's it. Really like that, man. That's a really interesting perspective. I, uh, there, I really like, um, I, we had another artist on here not too long ago. Her name was Patricia Ray. Um, and she okay. had a book called, uh, Tales of American Idiocy, which is all from the perspective <laughs> of cats. Um, and it's, that, and that it's, sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's illustrating, um, you know, the, the American idiocy and just the idiocy in our society. <laughs> from the perspective of cats and it yours really reminded me of of that just like how how you how they see things from a different perspective and they they go based off just what they see not like because they don't really know what it is kind of like the perspective of a, a young child in in a way um mm -hmm. and i really like and it sounds like your book has a lot of different like perspectives in it um how many different viewpoints do you have in your book oh good question um um, I would say it's mostly from um, points of view of um, two main um, uh, characters. But um, uh, uh, once in a while, um, um, I write from the um, villain's uh, uh, point of view and um, just for fun. Um, I wanted um, wanted to uh, write for the uh, that cat's. That's really cool. View That's for cool. once. It's it's kind of like a movie. Kind of reminds me of kind of like a movie. You know, they shift. You know, a movie doesn't just focus on the good guys. Like it shows you what's going on with the bad guys over here and the side characters. And it really reminds me of like a, a cinematic uh, journey. So I really like that. And I, I'm like I said, man. I can't wait to check out this whole book. It sounds really special. Really awesome. Good. Thanks. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I'm gonna bring I'm bringing these other artists up to see what they thought. Um I am definitely oh, no. buying your book. Your book is interesting. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um oh sorry, Uno, were you trying to if you were trying oh. to talk, we couldn't hear you. Oh, oh I know so got the uh, mic was off. Um excuse oh. me. You're you're really trying to make me um buy the book. Because, um, thank you for naming the cat after me. Oh, his name oh is, that's, his name is that, that's your name? His name is Oscar, oh. yep. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so that's you and Uno. Yeah, o Oscar, and then it's like an abbreviation, O-N-O. Yeah, uh, he gets his name. You know, you know it's for the last name, but I'm not. Okay. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I don't really like to use my name. That's why right. I, uh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's definitely a very creative, uh, like stage, stage neighbor pen name. That's mm -hmm. cool. I, I don't have anything that creative. I mean, I got Lost Boy, but, um, yeah. Well, well, you are the law, you know. <laughs> oh man well thank you again for sharing that with us that was an awesome story and I, like i said i can't wait to have you back on again to share more with us at some point yeah it was fun thanks um yeah absolutely uh before we uh end the show um i, I always do my piece but we got one more artist a special surprise artist who's popping in for a last minute piece and um, she's hovering over me over here, so I better let her, better let her get in here. Um, introducing Justice Trombley Lawler, my sister. Dude, dude, that's funny. All right, Justice Lawler, please take the throne, take the captain's down. chair. I'm back. Uh, she's back, bitches. <laughs> I cut you to some slack. All right. So, um, uh, does this piece have a name? Uh. Not really. Just... All right, we're just gonna go untitled. All right. Well, I'll uh, I'll pop myself out of here and let you get to it. Get to do the Mick Jagger out of here. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> new Year's is the start of a new time where you leave your past in the rearview mirror. So let me tell you mine before I leave it in the rearview mirror. The start of this year was rocky, from starting with a breakup to having no friends or really bad friends. I was still dealing with my mom's death and my breakup. Honestly, I didn't think that this year could be what it turned out to be. I felt like I was alone, that I was that I was in the hole. I promised myself I wouldn't fall in fall back into no matter what happens because of how it because of how it didn't just affect me. It affected everyone. Then my grandmother moved and she needed help so like i always do i put how i put away how i feel and help and and helped and helped and helped my grandmother by march i grew my um and put my guard up and my fake smile by march i grew my hair out dyed it purple and started feeling better. I started feeling better about myself again. I got my cat in May of the year before. She she's super silly. I got I got together with someone then then they needed a break. Then my best friend came up for spring break and left. My dad got sober and made a stupid promise that he that he always breaks. Fast forward to July. I get a job. Um, I met up with some friends who all who all worked together. Um, there, I met. Oh, whoop! I met up with some friends who all worked there last summer. Then, then I made some friends. Um, who now one of them is my best friend. Then. I get back with my ex and that leads into August. My ex goes on a trip with her family to see 
extended family. And then school started. Then I left homeschooling and to go to public school. Since then, it's been stable and good so far. I've been myself again, and that's thanks to some of my friends and most some of my family. So as I always say for my New Year's resolution, be better. Hmm. Sounds like you've had a full year. That's not even all of it. I really like that, Tess. I like how you you were like, let me let me take you through, let me take you through, and you really did. Uh, you really this is there's some stuff on there that I didn't even know that you went through. That was that was awesome, Tess. And I messed up. You just, <laughs> no, you're okay. No, I was I, trying I to read it. My, my eyes. Too. The reason I, I think, but she just she lines. just wrote she just wrote this this uh, this is fantastic, Tessa. Thank you for walking us through your year. You're welcome. And I agree. That is also my New Year's resolution: be better. Always be better. Be better than you were last year. Be better than you were the week before or the day before. All right, now you be better getting out of my chair. Well, you better be looking <laughs> at this paper. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Um, actually, well, I mean, I'm gonna bring these other artists if you want to. Um, if you want to, if you want to stick around. I don't care. I'm just gonna. I, I, I kind of got a little ahead in. of myself there. Yeah, yeah, you did. See, <laughs> get a little cocky there, huh? Get a little cocky there, friends. Here. Uh, what'd you guys think? Well, anything you do, even though you want to be better, make sure it's on what is on me. So make sure you be better on me. But no, that's really, really brave. I just want to say thank you for being brave because for so long, so so many of us we hold on to stuff, and people think, "Oh, you are right. She's okay. Don't worry about it." But when you really sit down and you really express how you feel, and just like, "Wow, how the heck did you have a smile after going through all of that and still can say I'm good?" You know. So thank you for being brave enough to let that go and to be what better on you. So thank you for yeah. that. Nice. Because I, I am sure that even though it was written now, it was a healing piece. But definitely it, it needs to flow directly from the heart for it for you to heal. Uh, uh, and Dylan better come um uh, at least the same notch, okay? Don't worry, uh, he's gonna outshine me with his uh, teeth in about two seconds anyway. No, no, I don't I don't know that. And don't worry, every mess up that you have, we poets don't have mess up, we just have steps for people to catch up. So let's look at it that way. So you didn't mess up, you were just giving us yeah. a chance to catch up to you. We don't do mess up. It was perfect. I I've uh, um uh, done that uh, before, like um, um, written down like um, all the big things that happened about the year uh, before. Um, I um, I might do it again. Um, um, I don't know. There's there's power in just putting the events of of life on paper and staring at it. So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it can um, help you like clear your, your thoughts. 
Yeah, work through some shit and heal, like Uno was saying. That's what our art is for. That's what, you know, being on this show is for. It's to express your thoughts, get it out there, and, you know, and Be try to fun heal. Fun silly. Yeah, you, you know what? We're fun. We're goofy. We're silly. We're deep. We're emotional. We're, we're all these things, you know? Dude, you it's just about expressing. Funny? I'm fucking home. Oh, yeah. I'm fucking home. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Bye. I'm funnier. We're gonna, we're, yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna keep the sibling rivalry for another day. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was fantastic, though. I love when she hops on here. Mm -hmm. That was cool. I like that. And we'll, we'll see if I hit that level you were talking about. Uh, this, this piece I'm gonna, I'm gonna end the show with is called Manifest Destiny. Because my New Year's resolution is to be better, most importantly. You heard it from Tessa. You heard it from me. Be better. But also, I'm manifesting my destiny this year. And uh, I'm going to show you guys what that looks like. I mean, this, sh uh, this show is showing you guys what that looks like. But uh, just wait. Just wait. There's so much more coming in 2024 that y'all ain't even ready for. You ain't even ready for this shit. But uh, anyway. Let's get to this shit. Uh, this one is called Manifest Destiny. Uh, let me just pull it up here real quick. Do, 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 do. It always wants to be slow when I try to do my piece. There we go. <clears throat> Yo, since a preteen, I knew that I wanted it. I've been causing the scene. Yeah, Ben, what the problem is. Because I knew that one day I'd be fulfilling the promises I made to myself when the pit I was in just seemed bottomless. And I think that this shit right here is how mama wanted it. I'm impressing the people who know what an artist is and rejecting the evil because I don't want a part of it. I'm climbing this mountain to get to the top of it, manifesting my dreams while I'm building my confidence and investing in me because ain't no one stopping it. Yeah, I'm turning back into someone that I want to be. I'm going to pick up my pen. I'm going to live up my dreams. I'm going to handle my business. I worry about things that are out of my reach and that I cannot fix. But I'm fixing the rails, getting back on the track. I'm going to channel my feelings and master my craft and then train all the skills that I currently lack so I can carry the world without breaking my back. And I'm not the best, but I'm getting better. Bleeding onto the page because my heart's on the sleeve of my sweater. The sweater that covered me through rainy weather. But the wetter, the better. I thrive with no shelter. So bring on the rain and the thunder and lightning. There's pain hidden under, but that's what's exciting. It's keeping me sane. It's keeping me fighting. And there's strength that I gain when I put it in writing. But I don't do it for me. I'm here for the people. I'm giving them weapons to fight off the evil. I'm hanging our banner from streetlights and steeples. Take the ghettos and churches and show them we're equals. Because I could sit here all day and watch the views and subscribers go up, but analytical data just isn't enough. I need to know that there's souls that I've touched. I need to know that there's something I touch when I'm talking to you. I need to know there's something inside of me lights up the darkness in you. I need to know that there's something you feel when I'm spitting the truth that helps you get through and gives you the power to move in your days and confuse and it feels like the world has been weighing on you. So to all the lost boys across the land, y'all are my family. I'll never have fans. This is us banding together and taking a stand. This is uh, this is me reaching out and to give you my hand. One in a million, that is our chance. But that one is enough because I got a plan. Just don't ever listen when they tell us we can't. And that is uh, how we're going to manifest our destiny, people. Don't fucking listen when they tell us we can't. <laughs> So you just had an on me moment too. So that's what we did. We just both had it like an on me moment. Yeah, on me right? moment. It's just on me. <laughs> so that felt like, you know, I swear I felt like I was at back in New York when my ex best friend had did a concert and he was in there. I was like, oh, I'm vibing. I'm vibing. You know, when you get another artist and go on the same wave, paying for everybody to look at each other. Like, oh, we vibing. 
<laughs> oh, we vibing. But that was yeah. really, really dope. So, I, yeah, yeah, I felt that. So that's how mm-hmm. you ended up. I started it off, and then you just going to end it like that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well. Well. Um. Let me just um steal this part from Circles. Lost White Cypher Circle is stage unlike the rest, where the artists intertwine with a flow untainted bless. No fragrance. No deceit. No venom. No lace. Only genuine artists embracing their unique space. Wow. Wow. Yes. You wrote a I've poem just for this show. Yeah, it's, uh, we lost boys for life. I got that shit on, tatted on my skin. Lost boys for life. You, I just want to yeah, say this. A, that was a Every, Christmas present to myself. Mm-hmm. Tattoo was dope. I got to get inked up. I'm just looking at the <laughs> message, and I was just singing that song. It's been a long time coming, and you have that message up that I was just singing that song. It, all right, it must, okay. I get it. I get it. I, I got a universe. I got to get it. Been a long time coming. I'm not going to sing because I don't know how to sing, so I don't want you to wait for me to sing because that's not my thing. I'm not going to sing, so don't wait for me. Yeah, yeah me. No, no. Um, me neither. Dylan <laughs> uh, raps, so he could rap if he wants. <laughs> Sometimes I kind of rap. I try, you know. No, what you yeah. just did that a couple of minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You was in that chest. That's what we say when you got. Oh, you was eating that. The young mm-hmm. people would say, "Oh, you ate, you ate." I think I said it right. My daughter will be proud of me uh, right uh, now. Uh, uh, yes, I said uh, it right. Uh, 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 as I said, 2023, we got a raise, okay? Man, 2023 was an interesting year, and I just wanted to say I appreciated it because when mm-hmm. I go into 2024, I'm scared of myself. That's all I'm gonna mm-hmm. say. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2024. Hashtag 2024. On and me. me. On <laughs> me. Oh, hell yeah. And I like it. On that note, I'm going to say thank you guys so much for coming on. And thank you for having year. me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Happy New Year to everyone. Thank you for bringing in the New Year with me. Um, make sure everybody go subscribe on YouTube. Um, on, follow on Facebook. I and subscribe to Spotify. The episode will be up um by midnight tonight and y'all y'all be able to uh listen to it on spotify uh it's live right now on youtube and you guys can go back and watch yeah. it anytime all the, all the past episodes uh, are recorded yeah 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 uh dylan on my end it is already quarter past midnight oh it is hell <laughs> <Hell> yeah <laughs> for me it's only 11 14 but you're an hour ahead right it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> happy new year's <laughs> eve happy Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. Oh, 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 as in Trinidad, we say happy all years. <laughs> happy all years. Hell yeah, man. All right. Well, thank y'all so much for coming out. I'm going to I'm gonna wrap this shit up. Peace out, guys. Have good a good night. Yeah, it was great. Good night. <laughs>